I often wonder what people see when they think of what I do as a, not a reporter, but maybe a sharer of comic news, because because with the Compactor Instagram page I have, I always, you know, I post trailers, I post news, castings, anything that it might be of interest, but like I said, I always wonder what people visualize when I tell them what I do. Like, I'm curious, do they visualize me just, like, at my computer with my laptop open, my iPhone open, my iPad open, and I'm just, like, surfing all four or five of them, just trying to find any bit of news, and then I, like, post, like, the tiniest bit of nonsense, like, you know, oh, hey, there's a rumor that Daredevil's horns could be shorter in this movie, or, or oh, Spider-Man will have different lenses in this film, or, oh, Batman's gonna have a blue and gray costume, like. Like I'm always curious about what people see when they when I tell them what I do. It's just it's very interesting. Cause honestly, I'm not like serving urine and I'm not like on my phone twenty four seven. I mean, like I do check Instagram frequently, but that's because I have an addiction which needs to stop. But honestly, it's just I'm just chilling through most of the day with a few occasional checks on Instagram or YouTube or Google, and like if there's anything newsworthy, I'll just be like, oh okay, I guess I I should post that this week. And later I spend like maybe 30 minutes to an hour making the post and then post it. And uh, when I do say 30 minutes to an hour, I mean like I get the photos, I edit it all, all, all together, I get it all saved, I go, to, I, go to, I go to Instagram, I type up the caption, post it, done. Maybe you keep an eye on it for a few comments, but that's about it. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet again another episode of the Sam Talks Journey Podcast. My name is Sam. I hope everyone is doing well out there, staying happy and staying well, enjoying their summer, enjoying this summer weather. It's been it's been real cloudy where I've been lately, but you know, that's part of summer. Some things are, it's getting pretty exciting where I'm at because the Iron Man is this weekend and my stepdad is actually going to be taking part in it. So we're all getting ready. We're getting his gear put together. We're getting supplies for us to spend the day out for 12 hours because the Iron Man is like 12 hours long. So it's going to be a day for my stepdad. But yeah, that's happening. Uh, I've been watching the Bad Batch on Disney Plus and let me just say it's, it's, it's really great to kind of to where I get to relive some of the nostalgia I had growing up with the Clone Wars because, you know, Clone Wars came out when I was eight, nine. So, like, it came out on Friday nights. So, you know, I got, so I, I had to look forward to every night after school on Fridays and then it moved to Saturday morning. So I got to get up, grab some breakfast, maybe a, glass of, maybe a glass of grape juice and then watch the news episode of the Clone Wars and then Disney Plus happens and then... I'm just glad that, you know, the Clorns is living on through the Bad Batch, and I get to relive some of that nostalgia with this show. Also, the trailer for Snake Eyes came out last night, and it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it was a really short trailer, so I was kind of bummed that we didn't get something longer than, like, maybe a minute and 30, but... Either way, I'm so excited. They actually posted a really cool behind-the-scenes video about... Talk about the making of Snake Eyes, and it did confirm a theory I had about what they're doing. Because I guess a worry with this film is that you know we're seeing Snake Eyes' face, we're hearing, we're hearing him talk, and that's like that's the ultimate like GI Joe movie sin of like, well not well, not movie maybe like the ultimate sin of GI Joe is like showing Snake Eyes' face and hearing him talk. But it seems like you know this film is going to cover the events leading to him losing his voice and I think getting scarred to where he wears his mask twenty four seven. But either way, I'm 
I'm I'm gonna go in with an open mind because, like I said multiple times, it's probably it's just it's really important that we just form our own, our own opinions and don't let people who are butthurt just bog us down. Just go go watch the movie, TV show, read book, whatever. Just go into whatever it is you want to check out and form your own opinion. Don't let other people bog down your opinion. Craft your own opinion. Anyway, since Invincible Season 1 was over, I thought I'd do a video, or a, not a video, I'm sorry. It's a lot of that YouTube mindset. I thought I'd do an episode talking about my predictions for Season 2 and 3. Be, be prepared for a lot of rambling because I'm just like, I have a faint idea of what, of what might happen, but I'm still a bit scatterbrained with how it will be executed. So let's get to it. <laughs> It is really hard to say what will happen in these next two seasons besides seeing Ancient Malibu, who has been confirmed by by Robert Kirkman. Season 1, while it did keep the main plot of the first 12 or so issues of Mark finding out that his father killed the Guardians of the Globe, they sprinkled in some plots from things that happened further down the line after Invincible versus Omni-Man. I mean, we got, in this season, we got Robot getting his human body, which doesn't happen for... Quite a quite a while. We got Mark going to Mars. We had Titan taking over crime in the city. Those plots that we saw took place after Mark got pummeled by Omni Man. So it's it's it, it's hard to say what we will get in seasons two and three in terms of like side plots going alongside with Ancient Levy, especially in season two. Let's talk about Ancient Levy for a second. So while he is confirmed to appear in season two, and he will more likely be the main villain of the second season, they more more likely will not cover all of his story in season two because he has a pretty expansive role in the comic. He starts off, I think, he's he starts off pretty early on in the series where he is going around in the multiverse because he because he can do that he he, he can travel. No, actually, he can open portals to the, to to different places in the multiverse, and he's collecting di- different various versions of, of himself to give him the give him vast knowledge of the multiverse, and he and he teams up with the Maulers to make a device to give him all this knowledge. But then Mark shows up, ruins it, and leaves Angstrom Levy very deformed, having a massive brain. And then he comes back a few issues later, having gone after Mark's mom and his then found out a half brother Oliver. And then and then that 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 leads to a fight throughout the multiverse, leaving them stranded in a desert universe. I I don't know. It was a it was a, it was either a desert I don't know. It wasn't desert. It was a apocalyptic wasteland in a universe, and then. And then believed to be dead, Ancient Levy comes back later and causes the Invincible War. And then blah 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 blah. He eventually dies. Like I I I I will post a video in the description talking about his character history so you all can get a better understanding about him and then just learning about about him through me. But anyways, I think for season two we will see him team up with the Maulers. Travel around the multiverse, you know, collecting various versions of, of himself. Build a device that gives him vast knowledge of the multiverse. Mark shows up. Bing, bang, boom. Fight happens. Device is jeopardized. 
and he's left with a brain the size of Texas. And then he, then we'll probably get a follow up with him maybe in season three, or who knows? Maybe we'll just cram all, all this ancient levy stuff into season two, so we'll get like maybe first episode it's the accent that that forms him, and then the season finale is the Invincible War. Who knows? I also hope they get Phil Lamar to voice him because he'd be awesome. And speaking of Phil Lamar, I, I actually did a little splurge and I went to galaxycon.com and I ordered a autograph from him and George Newbern. So that's going to be really cool. Getting get some autographs from my Green Lantern and my Superman. So really excited for that. Anyways, in terms of plots and maybe stories we'll get during everything with Angstrom Olivia, that is a bit of a tough nut to crack. I definitely feel like we could see the introduction to Darkwing 2, the sidekick to the original Darkwing, and see him and Invincible throw down Batman Superman style. Besides that, I have no clue what else we could get for season 2 and 3 because, like I said, in season 1 alone, we got plots that don't happen for quite a while, so we can probably get Invincible War in season 2 or 3, so who knows? But if I if I had to take a guess at, at some other maybe filler episode plots we could get, we could maybe get Mark being courted by Atlantis to be the successor to Aquarius, who was this world's version of Aquaman. Maybe we get a follow-up with uh, Shapesmith, who is a Martian that left with the with the astronauts that went to Mars. I do feel like we will probably see more Viltrumites in Seasons 2 and 3, however. If I had to take a shot in the dark, I think in Season 2 we will be introduced to Anissa, who is a Viltrumite that plays a major role later on in the series. Again, with like with Angstrom Levy, I will post a video about her in the description so you can learn a bit more about her because... She has a pretty in, in, interesting character arc. And then maybe in, at the end of season three, you know, Mark re, reunites with Nolan, meets Oliver, and then they fight off some Viltrumites, or maybe they'll flip it around. So season two, after everything with Angst Olivia is solved, Mark will go to space, reunite with Nolan, meet Oliver, fight off Viltrumites, and then season three will happen. We'll meet Anissa, we'll learn that Mark is now the scout for the Viltrum Empire for Earth, they fight, yada, 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 and then maybe get a hint to Conquest or Thrag, and then it's up to what happens next after that. Well, some of my ideas may be a stretch, and some might just be total nonsense. I do look forward to what Seasons 2 and 3 have in store. Something I really loved about the show was that they managed to surprise even the hardcore fans, you know, the people who read the comic. Like, I read all 140-something issues, so I know what's coming, yet... And the first season alone, they surprised us with all these plots and developments and character switches. So, who knows? Maybe, maybe in this series, Anissa won't be how she is in the comics. Maybe she's a good person. You know, I doubt it. But who knows? Maybe things could be different in the show. Like, like what they did with Amber is just this show even surprises even the hardest core of Invincible fans. If that if that makes sense, hardest core. Okay, I'm done. And that is the show. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. Leave me a five-star review and a good and a good review where you can. It, it helps the algorithm and it gets my podcast out there for more people to listen to. Feel free to leave me a voice message on the Anchor Podcasting app. I'll have that link down in my description. You know, like 
Tell me what you think of Anissa when you watch the video because I'm curious of what you all will think about her because she's something. Anyways, stay happy, stay well, don't do anything illegal, don't join the Vilgem Empire, and I will see you all next time. Peace out.